Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It is our number two of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. And uh, joining us now is one of the most recognizable personalities in sports broadcasting over the last 25 years at least. Epic run on SportsCenter, 88 to 98. He was with the OGs. He was with Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann and entertaining our pants with his catchphrases. He kidded because he cared. Okay? <laughs> and then remember. we loved his shows on Fox as they went head-to-head with ESPN in the 90s and 2000s. And he is just stuck there. He's an absolute star of the of the sports uh, broadcasting world. Chris Myers here with us on 105.3 The Fan. Sir. Well, that deserves a wow. Thank you for that introduction. That's uh, Well, you know, I I was a kid, you know, and I don't – I'm no, I'm no longer a kid. Um, but, you know, there's certain people that you, you run into when you uh, get into this business that you remember from when you were a kid. And it hits different when I see you, Chris Myers. It does. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. It, it was th- those 90s, you know, for ESPN, and you mentioned some of the guys. I mean, I, I still refer to them as the golden years because SportsCenter, remember, that that was it. You, yeah. Other than your it local was. news or your local radio, you didn't there, – there wasn't 24-hour sports, just like CNN broke through with, with news. And, and at the time, we didn't have events. We didn't carry baseball or college football, but we did all the highlights. And it was like the people behind the scenes and, and the people that were anchoring. And, and when, I, when I got in there from local sports, I'd worked in Miami. In, in, in New Orleans, but we were all sports fans and really got, it was, they weren't cutting us for weather or news, we were on and, and we could talk about it, watch the games and then go on the air and catchphrases became catchphrases because that's what we said to the guys while we were watching. You know, oh, and they're wow. like, hey, that, you know, that, that, that works, you could try that and if it didn't work, you, you wouldn't go with it. So those were some great years and obviously going over to Fox when they began and then beyond the Simpsons, it was the NFL and they have since added NASCAR and football and soccer, etc. And now we have all these other, that's why they're just not as dominant. It's not a knock on ESPN or SportsCenter, but yeah. there's the MLB network, the NFL network, tennis oh, yes. channel, et cetera, et cetera, golf channel. So you have a lot of choices to go. But it was it was a it was a great time and a, and a really fun time. So thank you for remembering. I, I still yeah. have people and they're like, hey, I watched you as a kid. I'm like, well, wait a minute, yeah. am I that old? I'm that long? I mean, I aging feel, both of us here. Yeah, yeah that's right. But uh, but it was it's fun. The business is fun. It's changed a lot. It's evolved. You know, I mean, we yeah. Radio Row is streaming and Podcast Row as well here, right? Yes, we still have a lot going on for Super Bowls. And you're here with uh, Synergenics, and we look forward to talking about that as well. But you've been with NFL on Fox for so long, and you've, you've been a, uh, on the sideline for some of the biggest moments yes. in, in Super Bowl history. What are your favorite memories? Well, I was mentioning before we came on, uh, the most immediate was the sideline with the Chiefs and 49ers in Miami, that Fox Super Bowl. Uh, Aaron Andrews had the the other side, and I had Kansas City, and they were trailing in the game, and, and uh, you know, uh, 
the emergence of Mahomes again against what was a dominant 49er defense, just getting the ball downfield more with Tyreek Hill. And then the moment after, Andy Reid, who is you know already yeah. a Hall of Fame coach, but just the joy in his in his face to interview him and the, the, the uh, his wife comes in in the middle of the interview and, right. and, and, and you know, we're trying to talk a little football and appreciate Then Mahomes comes in and pats him on the back. And those are kind of cool moments that stand out. But probably two other ones that jump out at me, and they both involve the Patriots. I had the Patriots sideline when they had their perfect season before they lost in the Super Bowl oh, to the Giants. Wow. And that was afterwards, you know, Bill Belichick, I have to do the losing coach, and he really didn't want to do it. And so the league, I mentioned something like, well, I'll get Randy Moss, and he's angry. Who knows what he'll say live? And they're like, hold on, we'll bring Bill out. And they got Bill out. So, uh, and, then, and then I had the Patriots come back against Atlanta on that yeah, sideline wow. when it was 28-3. And, of course, Bill was very warm at halftime as, uh, you know, you try to get information to relay it. Uh, but Brady, there was a sense of, an, of calm for what the score was. I'm looking like, wow, they're going to get blown. You know, Atlanta's really going to. And then he let them back, and I had to fight through. Uh, they, they let media down at the end of the regulation but it, because they didn't know it was going overtime. And so there were much more than normal, and it was a trampling scene. If you go back to the video, I had to fight through. Our security guy got trampled. I lost our producer. But we got to Brady moments after and just talking to him about, you know, that coming back, but also the redemption, a little bit of what went on, the criticism of the play gate, and he had, he had an illness in the family. So there were other emotional factors, but that that moment will always stand out because it's the only overtime Super Bowl you know we really had in terms of a team rallying from from down 28-3. So this one I think is going to be close. I think it's going to be entertaining. Chris, which is more difficult to deal with? Cold weather as a sideline reporter or a rain delay Ooh. in auto racing? <laughs> Or Bill Belichick. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Or Bill or Belichick. Bill. Yeah, well, well, you especially do, you losing at halftime. No, no, you do yeah. a tremendous job. I'm, a, I'm an auto racing fan, and I really the stories you tell about you taking your your books and learning about NASCAR, NASCAR yes. and all that is just wonderful. And you've done a hell of a job with that. And thank you as a race fan for all you've done. You well, just, you've made those guys shine. Well, thank you. You really have. Growing up, I mean, my brothers were big NASCAR guys, and I knew I was an outsider when they called me a stick and ball guy. I'm like, well, come on. <laughs> They're like, stop watching football and come yeah. out to the races with us. So uh, it was an easy adjustment uh, because as the pre-race host and sure. post-race, you get to talk, and then you let the guys in the booth kind of kind of handle their thing. So uh, the toughest adjustment, Bill Belichick called his last game, by the way, as a Patriot head coach. It was a weird, quirky thing in the schedule when they played the Jets, and we didn't know know in the snow in Foxborough that it was going to definitely be his last game but right. we had had a hint and he and he was very I gotta say he was as gracious and as warm as I'd ever talked to him before a game talked about his, his family his kids talked about the first concert he went to uh, which was he talked about almost going to Woodstock imagine that Bill yeah. Belichick and Woodstock Amazing. so and, and a little bit and, and, and some football stuff so that was kind of interesting but your question was the uh, the most challenging thing yeah. and I, I think the rain fill was always fun because I had notes and we had our Hollywood right. Hotel, and we'd bring in drivers. What was the other part of what the most uh, challenging? Uh, the cold weather you have to so, deal with. Like oh, you, yeah, you get a Green a, Bay yes, game, yeah, during Chicago. Or yeah, I was on that sideline when Des Bryant, I think, caught the pass. And yeah. Thank you, cold thank it you was. Chris. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I've been in cold. Yeah, I, in fact, I, I'm a guy from, from warm weather, and I I couldn't dress enough. And I was standing, <laughs> I would share the gas heater with the punter sometimes on the sideline. And I stood too close, and it was the punter. I think it was for the Panthers. Anyway, he said, hey, you know, you're on fire. And I was like, oh, he thinks I'm a good reporter. He goes, no, your coat is smoking. And I got too close, oh, and no. it really, they had to run somebody. It was really flaming. The, the long, it was one of those gas heaters. So I'm yeah. not used to that. 
So I would say that's probably the uh, the most challenging thing I got used to that cold weather. Uh, but I love cold weather outdoor football. That that that's something as a fan I've always enjoyed. It's Chris Myers here on the A number one air hot seat, Zach. What do you think uh, now, having been on the sideline for Brady Super Bowls, Mahomes Super Bowls, you're starting to get this comparison now. Is Mahomes closing into that conversation of the greatest of all time? Is it fair to put him in the Brady realm yet? Yeah, I, I think you can put him in the ballpark, but I, oh, it's it's way out of line to try to move him ahead and say that Mahomes is the best ever. I mean, and I, it took me a while to believe in Brady as the best ever. What really sold it was going to Tampa and, and winning that Super Bowl for the Bucks after all those years. It just showed you the, the difference. And oh, you talk about the best quarterbacks. I got to cover early in my career, even some of Joe Montana, mm-hmm. Steve Young, and, and those 49er teams. Uh, so, so those, when you talk about the best quarterbacks of all time, if you want to go back a little bit, Staubach was, was uh, one, of the, uh, one, of the, one of my favorites as well. But I think we have to wait till he finish his career. I, I think he's a better athlete than I think even Tom Brady would admit that. And as people tried to split the difference, oh, well, uh, you you know, really, Mahomes is better. Uh, you can say Brady's the most accomplished, however you want to call it. What, what Brady has been able to do, uh, and even Mahomes admitted, hey, seven is a, still a long way off here. You know, but what Mahomes has done in a short time, he really has created a dynasty. So, I, yes, best in the game right now, uh, and maybe in the last five since he's taken over as a starter. Uh, but all time, not there yet. I like to see what he does at the end of the career. He doesn't have to surpass seven Super Bowl titles. Sure. But he's going to have to come close, at least in my point of view. Well, now Brady's about to be your coworker. Yes. Uh, how much do you expect him to be dominant in the booth like he was on the field? I don't know about dominant. I remember when Troy Aikman made the transition, and, and he worked in the world, back then, the World Football League offseason while he was still playing to work on some of the broadcast skills. And I know that Tom Brady uh, is working hard off camera to re- go through rehearsals. You can't really, it's almost like practice versus a game. You can watch a game, and I've done a lot of uh, tryouts with different players who wanted to get into broadcasting. We put a big monitor up and you play the sound. You don't tell them which game you're going you're gonna to go, and you, you just see how they do kind of a thing. So he's put the time and energy in on that. Uh, I think the biggest thing is that his voice is going to have to cut through. If you see him on a studio show, it's Tom Brady, you see his face. But when he's calling a game, there's the crowd noise, there's all the other action. The voice has to cut through. And once you know it's Brady, well, then you'll listen and pay more attention. I think he'll be fine. I know in a few of the production meetings, I didn't call a lot of his games over the years, but for the Super Bowls, when he'd sit around Troy Aikman and, and, and really talk football with us, uh, he had a passion. He had a great understanding of personnel. Uh, he knew the game as well as anybody like, like Peyton Manning going back. So that part will be easy for him, fitting it in between the snaps of, of the football and the action. And, you know, those guys, they see five things at once when we see just one. So they have to pick the best thing that fits the picture or that the point they want to make in between so that they don't run through the snap of, of the football. So I, I, I'm anxious to see. I mean, he's, he's got more publicity, but he hasn't even taken a snap yet, yeah. right, in mm-hmm. terms of calling a game. Uh, but I think that he'll be fine. Chris, where do you think um, sports and television is going? What direction are we what are we dealing with right now? We, you know, we, the commissioner's talking about streaming platforms and all these things. Where do you think television sports is going? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I, I was not happy. I get it uh, with, with Peacock and the money and that type of thing. But I just... I, I still think television, when people have the choice to watch a football game, whether it's in a bar or in your home, other than being at the game, you, you want to watch it on a, on a big screen. However, uh, we get it. I mean, being mobile and on the move and our phone, that's the next best thing. I mean, I love the YouTube thing, what they've done with that. It's incredible to be able to watch games and move through it. What's next? I mean, the streaming thing has already gone faster than I thought it would. But it hasn't yet replaced television in, in that regard. And uh, I, I know that they talk about younger viewers 
uh, I think there's room for both. Uh, just like, you know, when, when television broke in, at least from what I read and studied in school, <laughs> from when television broke in from radio, it's like, hey, radio's going to go away, it's going to replace radio. Uh, no, that hasn't happened in the electronic media. Now, the newspaper industry, that's a different story, but obviously because of you can go digital. So, so it's still existing, it's just not what we knew it once was. I do think Manning Cast, different angles of games you'll be able to watch, which you can do now, but maybe on a regular basis, you'll be able to do all, all of that, be able to choose if you want an all-22 camera or back of the quarterback and put cameras in different places. The technology is what I think will improve the most. Chris, we had uh, one of your coworkers, Clarissa Thompson, of course, oh, during yeah. the middle of the season that came up with the sideline report and maybe making up uh, a, a story, depending on if a coach was willing to talk or not. How challenging is that? Try, especially, you mentioned the Super Bowl with Bill Belichick might not be the easiest to get information from. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of talking to the coach at halftime, and I'm not knocking what other networks do, but I, I, I think trying to interview the guy coming out of yeah. a quarter or a half, he, he's not really going to give you as much. Uh, I, I mean, you could read his face, but I always thought talking to those guys, whether it was Andy Reid at a half or Bill Belichick, that that or Mike Tomlin, I had, had that game in in, in Dallas, in Texas, there with uh, the Packers. I had his his sideline. Uh, I, I think you can get more information, and they're a little bit more honest. And and what you're doing is you're not making anything up. You're paraphrasing, right? And you're you're listening to the first half what your analysts are saying. You're trying to figure out what questions need to be asked. Other than the is there a guy who's injured? Is a guy who might get benched? You know, other than your basic. Cut back on the penalties and let's block a little better. It's Chris Myers here with you. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the game. And we are in Vegas. I don't know how much you can talk about wagering in your role. Is it encouraged? Is it tolerated? I'm, I'm not sure these days. The lines have been blurred. But <laughs> they have been. for me, I could see not betting. I, I don't know if I could get myself to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I, I think it's now in, in a Tom Brady situation where I, I don't care what the numbers say, at least at this point with where these teams are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Mahomes is the difference maker, and which is why 49ers should not be favored. Even though I happen to be leaning in their direction a little bit, it yeah. should be either the Chiefs are favored or it's nobody favored. But, you know, the odds are posted the way the money goes mm -hmm. and the way they want people to drive it. I, and I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring first half. Uh, I think, and I'm, I'm relating a little bit to when I covered the 49ers Chiefs last time, Mahomes is still there, and Mahomes is still great. The Chief defense has been the story all year with them. I mean, that's how they could win on the road. And, and Mahomes, to his credit, has adjusted to short passing game, and, and that, that you know, he, he's a great player no matter what he has to deal with yeah. it at the receiver position. Uh, I think the 49er offensive skill set is outstanding. Uh, their defense concerned me a little bit in the last, in their two playoff games, that they got run on so mm -hmm. much, so consistently. Yeah. And, and I heard, I think it was Kittle this week already, said, hey, we needed that wake-up call. We won by double digits during the year, got a little bit cocky, and, and we need to, to toughen up in, in that regard. So, and, and Brock Purdy, he's got the, yeah, he's got the nerves of a, of a burglar at Fort Knox. I mean, he, <laughs> he'll throw a ball right in the middle, and even if it's picked, he'll come back. He's, he'll hang in there. And then uh, the new element, that uh, only because it was there, his running helped win that game against Detroit. If he didn't run like he ran, I mean, I don't know that they, they come out of there with, with a victory. But I'm with you at the end of the day. I mean, the quarterback is it. Andy Reid, an extra week of time. He's always good off a of bye week as a coach. Kyle Shanahan's got a little history, whether it was with Atlanta as an OC or the head coach the last time with the Niners. But Purdy's an upgraded quarterback for them, and what they've shown coming back says to me that we're in for a wild one. And I, I could see the 49ers rallying as long as they don't 
let Mahomes have the ball last, uh, then they have a chance of winning it. Chris Myers, NFL on Fox. Okay, why does your Wikipedia say you were born in 1959 or 60? I, I try to move that way up into like the <laughs> 70s. No, I don't know why. Okay. I, I didn't put, it's funny, you're not in control of those pages. Other okay. people are. Somebody had it there that said I was a vegetarian because my dad was a butcher when I grew up, but I, I had to call them and say, that's not true. <laughs> my dad worked for the post office, I, and, I, and I love hamburgers. I mean, so they removed that. Hell yeah. Yeah, I said, I said, we don't need to put that in. I'm like, no, I, I just want to set the record straight. So people like, I don't want to get, you know, I don't want the beef society to come after me. I, so you can't, the, the bottom line is, and I have to always check this too, when we're looking with players and you research things for games, you don't you don't always believe what's written there. Uh, you have to kind of confirm different things, but it, no, it was nice. 1959 when it was, was actually born. So. Okay, yeah. we know Al Michaels is a big steak guy, and he's eating steaks, and I believe shrimp in the booth, like, during halftime of games. <laughs> and it's doesn't Chris, eat vegetables, right? Yeah, no vegetables. That's the, yeah, that's oh. the thing that, uh, is that on his Wikipedia page? If you <laughs> better be. Sure. It's okay. a, he's a true All-American hero because of it, but uh, I, yeah. I'm curious, is Chris Myers doing any eating at halftime in the booth uh, when calling games? No, but I am a big, I'm an iced tea fanatic. I oh, mean, I, I just, I, I, li- I when I wake up, if I don't have it, I get the shakes. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> really, uh, you know, and so there, you know, uh, there, there's, and I'm a real stickler about iced tea. Dunkin' Donuts is better than Starbucks iced tea. Uh, McDonald's <laughs> is better than Burger King. I mean, Bojangles, uh, you know, in and out uh, in Texas, it's Whataburger. Their iced tea is very good. Taco yeah. Casa, so, bro, so. and Chicken Express. Chicken, chicken Express. Okay. Dude, serious. You're oh, yeah, chicken oh yeah, well. Chick Fil A has great iced tea. And yes. I'm not a big like. If you say sweet tea in the South, it's like so much sugar. So you got to like half and half, half it, and you half. know, a little bit, yeah. or you just add something. But iced tea is what I. If I don't have that, and they always tease me in the truck too they'll hear me in a break it could be like a you know it's a, it's a 28 28 game of the fourth quarter and like and, and, and like chris you okay and I'm like they can hear me say can i get a fresh iced tea you know, like, <laughs> you'll be all right chris just hang on let's get hey, we're, the okay game. we're getting the wrap it up oh, I, we, gotta we gotta go. give you a chance to talk uh, w- about synergenics yeah and and uh, synergenics it's really low t your testosterone you get a little older your energy goes uh even if you eat right and exercise so uh they will if you go and i'll give you the website fixmylowt.com synergenics is the company fixmylowt.com within about 20-25 minutes uh, they'll check tell you your testosterone levels to see what kind of help you need uh, it is medically supervised and most health insurance companies cover you for the treatment whether you're battling depression uh, whether lack of energy uh, get up into your 30s and women too but uh, for men that's the age range and it can also be preventative if you're just not feeling uh, up to uh, up to your best so uh, go to fixmylowt.com keep your energy where it needs to be Thank you, sir. Enjoy my, my your pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, it's always so good to see you. Thank you. Enjoy the game. Yes, sir. We will. You do, too. There he goes. Chris Myers with us here on your Home of the Cowboys 105.3, the fan on that A number one air hot seat. And we are having a fantastic time. Of course, Woolchuck, our coverage is brought to you by Low T Center and Best Buy Windows and Siding. And we're back with the NFL news of the day here on 105.3, the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, buddy, welcome back. It's time for the NFL News of the Day. Sean and RJ are going to sit in Woo-hoo. on this with us. Segments brought to you by Soda, State of the Art. And the Frankels, life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. That's 214 or 817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com, and here's Woolchuck with that football news. Hardest working men in show business. You got the 3.30 a.m. show, and then we're back here on Radio Row now joining our show and then also pre-recording interviews. I don't know how you guys are Beast. doing this. I don't think we would be either. running on fumes. You should have seen them uh, 10 years ago in New York when they were also partying <laughs> until 2 a.m. <laughs> but East Coast time, East Coast we, time. we had the extra hours. COVID took away our East Coast Super Bowls. It did. Miami? Tampa and Miami. Yeah. Man. We didn't wow. learn from the, uh, all these other stations who uh, I, I said to my Philly guys, I said, where are you this year? You guys were awesome last year. They're like, we're not doing those hours yeah. unless the Eagles are in it. Right. <laughs> David Hellman. Fox, they ain't sending no one out here. Mm. It's not happening. It's, they're dumb. They're dumb. You got to be out. You got to be here. You got to be where the action yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, who also talked to the other three tables that are uh, awake right. when we're up? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But that's tables. what you do when you're the number six show in all of America. Yeah. Damn right. That's, that's damn right what you do. Thanks, Jerry. Making it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and Man. you guys will be out tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. I heard Corey Majors, like, corner the guy <laughs> who came up with the list last night and, like, hold up, you know. He did. Uh, yeah, tacos to his throat. Like, yeah. why don't you like us? He why don't you like us? Barrett. That's on me though, because I should have known Corey had reached a level of inebriation. When I saw Barrett, I shouldn't have pointed out to Corey that Barrett was over there and he should go get the early the early scoop on what his ranking was going to be. But he teased it. He was like, "Find out tomorrow." I think you guys might be number one. I just had a conversation with uh, Mr. Barrett, and he was looking for Gavin. No. Whoa. I was going to get a quote. going to get a quote. He didn't say why. The general we Gavin did not Dawson. say why, but he said I need maybe to beat an East Coast station. He said what? I need to oh talk to Gavin. That would be cool. Okay. Maybe he was looking uh, for right Gavin back. Spittle to get the quote on the number yeah. one PD. <laughs> or maybe he was. Maybe he wanted to. Look at Dawson's looking for Barrett right now. It's very possible he was also calling to say, hey, look, I just want to you know, you're not going to be on it at all. And he wanted to give you the heads up. So there's that, too. Right. Not right. likely, but whatever. Damn, Choppy, we liked the first time you said it. I know, it, I'm just looking. i got to cover all my bases here. Yeah, I'm like I'm like gotcha. a bad reporter. Look, as I've said throughout all the, uh, the entire oh, year, <laughs> the other two shows have been getting the dominant ratings. We, we got this nice little ranking, but we didn't get paid for it. You guys have been getting paid with the ratings, so 
2024, we're, we're coming back. You're the fan, dude. We love you. Now, uh, we did have some coordinator news today. The Chargers are naming Michigan's Jesse Minter their defensive coordinator. Greg Roman expected to be their offensive coordinator as the Cowboys are still in search of theirs. We talked about this yesterday. Justin Fields, maybe to Pittsburgh. Art Rooney on a potential trade for a veteran quarterback. We're not closing the door on anything. Mike Tomlin basically told the media this is the last year for Kenny Pickett there in Pittsburgh to try and figure it out. I wouldn't mind a Justin Fields in Pittsburgh scenario. I think this might be able to work. I also saw this floated out there of Washington cannot flip with Chicago to get number one. Maybe they trade their second round pick to Chicago to get Justin Fields and they take Marvin Harrison Jr. with the second overall pick. Don't take any of these quarterbacks. Oh, Fields is a fascinating topic because you're either oh. in or out. Or and in. if you're in the middle, right, you should be out because as Michael Lombardi told us, Justin Fields' agent is going to say. I wouldn't say, listen to Lombardi. He really doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> That's a good point. His By the way, guys, I don't know why too. you had him on. I, I, I mean, he gave us the Lee Martindale insight. Yeah. I mean, Brian, yep. what the hell have you been doing? you got to have to pay <laughs> Justin Fields at least what Daniel Jones got. No chance. You no, can't do yeah. that. I'm leaning more towards Trey Lance, you know, and, and we're not at that point in his career yet. There hasn't been enough disappointment yet. But if I'm trading for him, I'm like, no, we're not giving up maybe more than a third. And we're looking at this as a bridge. And hopefully it develops into what his potential is. But, I'm out on fields yeah. for the record. You are? For out. the Steelers, it might be perfect because they're never bad enough to right. draft one of the top-rated guys. I'm so leaning Washington, out on him, too. Washington would not take a quarterback at all and just take Marvin? Yes. And then they would trade their second-round pick, which is, what, 36 or something very, very high for, for Bob, field. Bobby told us he knows okay. that Kingsbury loves Penix. So Ooh, maybe yeah. Washington at the top of the second get Penix. Do you believe Fields is going to make the throwing leap? That's what the whole thing comes down to. Well, that's the hope that you have to think about. I think he personally, I think he threw the ball better than Lamar Jackson coming into the league okay so all of a sudden you know a lot of it a lot of it has to do with the uncertainty at the coaching position there in chicago and what he's had to deal with you know has been i think you know the coordinators the quarterback coaches it it never stops a guy has never had any consistency with the coaches there's always been questions you know and i, I think that they put a lot on him i i think there's times there's guys that you could teach the throw I really do believe that. I just don't think that they've done a very good job of putting him in a position to where there's any consistency with his teaching at all. You know, he hasn't had a good offensive coordinator. I was all in on Fields this year. I thought the Bears would be a surprise team. I was too. They burned me bad, and yep. now, and, and I don't think he can stay healthy either. I think the injuries are a legitimate concern with Fields. Can I bring up a surprise headline today from the Dallas Morning News and tell me what you guys think about this? Do it. You have you go beyond the paywall. Okay, this is this. <laughs> no, is, he's just got the headline. No, I got oh. the headline. That's what I do. I'm, 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 but I'm going to ask you guys this question, and it's coming from David Moore. Okay. Okay. So it's coming from Jerry. Okay. Bortles, Tannehill, and the list of NFL quarterbacks with a higher playoff success than Dak. What do you make of that headline? And a story by David Moore. Great question. Hmm. Great question. Okay, so twice the, uh, came are up we going to tie things saw. together here? Contract, contract, yeah. talk? Because that's totally out of the blue. That's out like a blue. first take yeah, good point. reach of a, why would you, I, coming over here I read that and I was like, why is he writing that right now? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And this morning Bobby laid out the numbers, uh, Choppy's dream scenario and a lot of others is to let both McCarthy and Dak ride Yes. I into agree. A, into I, a year. I mean, yeah. we, we've talked about this. And Bob, that's what David num- Moore is helping condition the audience to. 
Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I think. You know, he's he's putting out things that you can add up and be like, okay, so maybe it does make sense what the Cowboys are about to do. So the yeah. Dak homers sure. won't get all. Look, if you're if you're not going to sign him, if you're not going to extend him, the the one option is to let it ride out. The other option is, and Jerry will never do this because of his of his age. If you're not going to sign him to an extension, then you might as well trade him, and then right. might as well just trade. Lamb and Micah get seven first-round picks or five, whatever, probably seven, and just, you know, reset. But, you know, Jerry's not going to do that. Jerry, I don't think Jerry would do that at his age. He wants to win now. He doesn't want to – although you could rebuild overnight in this league. You can. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a really interesting trend with all these quarterbacks becoming available, and I, I think the smart team should be fluid if they're in a situation yeah. like Dak or Goff or Stafford um, where, hey, is there a better player out there? We, we Yeah, we, we like our guy, and maybe we will pay him, but is he the best quarterback that's going to be available? You've sat and watched Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning become available and decided we're going to pass because we have Tony Romo and Dak. My question in all this is, like, the first time they didn't extend Dak, they knew, like, okay, prove it. He'll still take our money when we give him the, the deal. And Bobby does not think that this time around you disrespect him and you put out these feelers and you don't give him his extension now the offseason. He's out. I kind of feel like, though, that his life off the field is tied to Dallas when you look at him. I think that I think baby now. he's got the baby coming. He's got that, that, that home he has built here. You know, like every other player in the history I, of the world. I understand. They all have I babies. Understand. They all have houses. I understand. Up. I just don't see Dak Prescott being the guy to be in Dak Prescott in Nashville, Tennessee, or New Orleans, Louisiana, or one of those places. Oh, he wouldn't be. I think Dak Prescott is be. who he is because he plays quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. But, but do you think Dak thinks that? I think that he has to mm. give it a – if he wants to continue on – now, maybe he's tired of – you waking up at 5 30 in the morning and going after him every day i, I think last year really <laughs> me i want to pay him all the interception questions no, i'm just yeah, saying that i'm just saying, I'm just oh, saying of course mike mccarthy has to feel the same way oh yeah mike mccarthy's like listen i've won 36 games and they're not going to give me they're throwing parades for me in carolina yeah they're throwing a parade for me in atlanta yeah they're throwing a parade for me in new orleans right you know he's probably thinking the same way let me let me let me make a little analogy just because i saw the guy when we were walking in Jalen Smith walked by us, and not one damn head turned. Three years ago, right? You're the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. a middle linebacker, and you're swiping, and Jalen Smith gets stopped. And he's not walking just through. And then, boom, you're in another city, you're in another market. That's what Jerry thinks that they should all realize mm-hmm. and believe and fear. Like, yeah. Go ahead. Take the star off. See what you are. I, I, think, I think the really interesting thing there is what, what happens when Dak and his agent play hard, you know? Like, we want to reset the market. And then you look at the playoff record. Yeah. And you're like, man, do we want to do that? And you could make the argument as the agent, like, look, you ran into the 49ers twice. You ran into Aaron Rodgers, like the postseason record. But then you could say back, you have to be good enough to beat those teams. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I, 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 th- I, I just hope that the Cowboys are looking at this in a very aggressive way and not in a way that, you know, they're making the playoffs and everything is good, which I, I, they, they love the, the status quo. Josh got to go through Mahomes sooner or later. I mean, you got to go through these yeah, teams. You do. Last thing, NFL News of the Day, Chip Kelly interviewing with possibly the Seattle Seahawks for their offensive coordinator job. As he looks, is he on the verge of getting fired there at UCLA job? It's kind of late, right? If you're going to fire him, this, yeah. you know, like there's, there's, it's a weird they, deal. They're, they're a hopeless, they have no facilities. I don't even think they have an indoor practice facility that's full of 100 yards. I think it's like no. a 50 yard <laughs> facility. 
Like they're they're a hopeless. They're not they're not bought into sports football at UCLA, and you have to be if you want to compete in the Big Ten. His beating USC this year saved him. He had one foot in the parking lot. He's probably looking. You know, he's the one that had the great rant about all the teams that need to come together and play oh, yes. football, and we don't need U- UCLA women's basketball traveling all the way to Ann Arbor, Michigan to play a, a game there. Yeah. He goes, yeah, if you want to do football, great. But these other sports, no. He's He sees what's about to happen to college football. Yeah. I, I wish he would just use commas when he speaks because he just speaks so fast. Yeah, <laughs> He's a rambling man. Sean, RJ, Bobby, 530 to 10 weekday mornings here on The Fan. We'll see you guys later tonight. See you tonight. Thank yes, you sir. so much. Hey, night, boys. Yeah, buddy. Here's the number five for y'all. Okay, speaking of Seattle, <laughs> Sean Alexander is going to join us at 4 o'clock. Uh, Chief, where are we going next? Let's go around the rim here, boys. Kyrie's uh, Brooklyn return. We have a quote of the day and a stat of the day next year in the nation. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lucius. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Sean Alexander's coming up at 4 o'clock, Chief. Let's go ahead and hit a rim sesh, boys. We cut the lights out. We put the kids to bed. And for the first time in Vegas history, the G-Bag Nation's going all 56 inches around that rim. It's always a special occasion when you're less than 24 hours to the NBA trade deadline. How active will the Mavericks be? I see Mark Stein uh, before last night's game talking about the Mavs and uh, potentially making a deal with Charlotte for P.J. Washington. Quote, the Hornets love Josh Green. Green's actually been playing really well. That's a hard move for the Mavs to make, but you're not going to get quality unless you surrender quality. So Mark Stein uh, throwing out P.J. Washington uh, from Charlotte. Uh, that the Mavs are interested in, but the Hornets love Josh Green. Would they be willing to make that move? They've been reluctant to punt on Josh Green in the past in trade discussions. I know that Jake Fisher, Yahoo Sports, is saying, yeah, the Mavs are still relatively reluctant to trade Josh Green. They don't really want to, but maybe they get to a point where they feel like they need to do something, and they say, okay, forget it. We want P.J. Washington or somebody like that bad enough. We'll put Josh Green in the mix. And a wind horse has been all over the Mavericks and Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that. I just don't see that with the contract and the way he's playing. I would be extremely disappointed in it. I don't think it's possible. I think a P.J. Washington is much more possible. But we'll see if the Mavericks are willing to relinquish Josh Green. Man, you get height, you get shot blocking, you get three-point shooting from P.J. Washington. Um, I think it might be a, a great fit for the starting lineup. But you desperately need secondary creators on this team. You know, this, this team needs a Kyle Kuzma. Josh Green is... is you know, other than Luca and Kyrie, a, a guy who on good nights is giving you some of that. So that's a lot to give up. I wouldn't expect the Mavs to do it, but if I was in charge, I think ultimately I would make this move. I'm more sure about P.J. Washington being a championship rotation player than Josh Green. So Stein says it's uh, it would be a first and Josh Green for P.J. Washington. Jurian on that? Woo. Oh boy, it's I think that's heavy. That's it's heavy. a lot Can for we do P.J. A- but yeah. everybody wants these first thrown maybe a in pick there, swap man. for all An their, for all their players. Yeah, maybe a pick swap. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Tomorrow's going to be uh, tomorrow's going to be pretty epic, uh, ciphering through some of these deals. Hopefully, it's super super active, and, and hopefully the Mavericks don't stand pat. Uh, but if, if if you told me it's either go get Wiggins or stand pat, then go ahead and stand pat, Mavs. 
That's my thoughts on that. Hmm. Kyrie returns to Brooklyn last night, 36 points, dunk of the night, dunk of the year for Kyrie, I think. I mean, we were all a little bit surprised with his ability to get up and yam that thing last night. It was nasty. Uh, Luka did his thing at 35 points, 18 boards. Luka, the, the, the leader in the league right now, points per game. Like 34 and a half, almost 35 points per game, dude. He's absolutely, absolutely in his scoring bag. It was great to watch the inside the NBA crew talk about them last night. And they had some great points. Like, what Luka is doing is amazing. Can we continue to play this style at a championship level? Is this the year that Luka, you know, maybe leads the league in scoring like Jordan did early in his career? And they're like, okay, you know, maybe this isn't the formula. Maybe instead of 35, we bring this down to 27. And, and you look to facilitate and get other people just a little bit more involved. Um, you know, obviously Kobe said that about James Harden, and that has rung true uh, for Harden's career. Like, having one guy, you know, be so dominant is probably not a championship formula, but it's a great place to start for one. Well, it uh, looks like you're going to get an opportunity to see Micah Parsons play some basketball. All-Star weekend, he's going to be playing in the celebrity basketball game. And uh, as I look through the list of celebrities, man, I, I really don't know any of these people. It's never really uh, an A-list group. Like, Mike is probably the biggest name. He, yeah, I mean, you have Metta World Peace on the other team, Jennifer Hudson. Uh, that's Team okay. Stephen A. It'll be Team Shannon versus Team Stephen A, so Shannon Sharp versus Stephen A. Smith. But Micah Parsons is on Team Shannon. Tell me if you know these people. Quincy Isaiah, Connor Daly, Jewel Lloyd, Dylan Wang. Connor Daly, Connor Daly the, the race car driver? Hey, dude, you're asking me. Indy. I'm asking He's you. I know, from I, know, I know Carson Daly. Yeah, Carson Daly. John Daly. Yeah. Oh, it's John Daly's son. This is John Daly's son. Connor. Yeah. Rip it and rip it. Uh, stat of the day for you. Got two of these, actually. Uh, congratulations to Mr. Ryan Arkadakanoko uh, of the New York Knicks. Arkadakanoko? I know I butchered that last name. Hey, you There's shouted like a, it out, and I think you crushed it. a hundred letters in that thing. Uh, but he's the first player in NBA history to play in 20 consecutive games without scoring a single point. <laughs> So wow. congratulations to that guy, man, making history. Uh, he's if, on New York? If you're going to be bad, dude, you just be, you be historically bad, you know? Must be a good defender. Uh, how about this? Another stat of the day for you. Since conferences were formed in 1970, there have been 333 instances of an NBA team starting their season 3-7 and seven or worse through the first 10 games of the season. This version of the Los Angeles Clippers are the only one of those to hold the best record in their conference at the end of any day later that same season. As now the Clippers are the one seed in the West. They're rocking and rolling. They started the season terrible. It felt like it got even worse shortly thereafter when they traded for James Harden, but they have since got it figured out. Kawhi Leonard is playing his rear end off, and and Tyron Lue, man, he's figuring it out. Like, he's one of the – he doesn't get talked about enough in these stud NBA coaches. Yeah, I heard rumor that they're voting uh, Brian Demir's playoff share if they get uh, if they get through i like that he <laughs> maybe, a fire ring, him, dude. maybe a ring if uh, if in fact they win the championship i yes. heard that brian demers is going to get uh, a, a playoff share and a ring it is amazing just the the <laughs> difference in james harden's play and the success of the clippers they were struggling i think they had lost six in a row since yeah. they acquired him and then he goes off and boom different team Dear Lord, can you imagine being any defender on the court against this team? You're, who do I get? I don't know. I, I, I'm looking for the worst attacker out of these five. But everywhere I look, it's just studs. And not only a, a good scorers and ball handlers, but really strong dudes. Yes. You know, you, you got to bring your lunch pail and your quick Including feet. Including their owner. <laughs> you gotta bring your, you gotta bring your hard hat too. Yeah. You ever seen the owner when he does speeches? Oh yeah, he's sweating. Man is sweating like he's like he's coaching a 
I don't know what. Yeah, he's got some just, Bruce Pearl. He in wears him. the yeah. He wears the blue button down and it's Sean Miller drenched. There. Yeah, like you know, he's fired up. He's a great he's like hype a, man. He, he, yeah, he is. He, he is. He's he's kind of like a youth sports fan, like with their first kid <laughs> at, at their first game, oh. like just way too intense. Okay, that's the, that's the perfect transition <laughs> to this one. We're all familiar with old Matt Barnes. Yeah. Yes. He's, what, the first thing you think about with Matt Barnes, Derek right, Fisher. Derek Fisher. Yes. And neck tattoo. And, I always think of neck, neck tattoo. <laughs> okay. Bird man. Uh, but yeah. somewhere quickly, it won't be long before you get to, oh, yeah, he's the guy that drove to Derek Fisher's house to fight him <laughs> because he was dating his ex-wife or Incredible whatever. Incredible story. Well, now you have Matt Barnes uh, watching a high school game that his son's I think it was his in. house that Derek Fisher was at. It oh was. Gosh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He paid for that with this <laughs> yeah. NBA sweat. I think he that's had, what made him more angry. He's yeah. like, Derek Fisher's in my house. He can his feet up on my table eating my foods with my kids <laughs> f this yeah well uh now you have uh allegedly okay this is matt barnes allegedly at a high school game watching his son he doesn't like the refereeing he thinks his son just got fouled so he starts going angry dad mode okay. sort of mother bleeping referee stuff uh but then there's a play-by-play situation going on and Matt Barnes thinks that the play-by-play guy during all of this is, like, looking at him and talking S about the situation. Okay. So now, now Matt Barnes is allegedly being called out for – it's like a college kid doing play-by-play for this high school game. Okay. And apparently Matt Barnes just uh, was calling him the P-word and threatened to, quote, slap the S out of him. Oh, uh, I would be terrified if I were that kid. Oh, 100%. 100%. Matt Man. Barnes is, is, uh, is claiming that the play-by-play guy was saying some slick S – um, and so it fired him up. Who knows? Uh, but that's just a dad out there getting fired up, watching his kid. And when oh, you yeah. have NBA standards for your kid, yes, I think you're even more, more hyper, hyper, uh, you know, angry dad at times, trying to make sure everything's going smoothly. His team, his, his son's team, lost by like 20 points in that game. It is perhaps the greatest challenge uh, of a parent is is how cool and calm can you remain at some of these games? And some guys knock it out of the park. They're stoic. Um, you know, they've, they're committed to, like, giving their kid absolutely no feedback. And I feel like, for the most part, those guys are doing it right other than, yeah. like, cheering when they, when they do well. But, I mean, you guys will see. you got kids on the way if you put them in sports. Oh, they're uh, going to be sporting. Once that expectation meets reality, you know. Yeah, I'm going to be Matt Barnes in 10 years. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to be These poor kids, Barnes. they're, they're going to get it. Okay, we got two hours down and three more to go here on a Wednesday afternoon on Radio Row, right? Yeah, three hours to go. My math is correct, adjusting here West Coast time. Our presenting sponsors of Radio Row. Low T Center. And Best Buy Windows and Siding. And Sean Alexander is going to jump on the A number one air hot seat next in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.